Logic and Larry listeners, I know we are taking a hiatus until after the new year, and I said that, and I'm sticking to that, but I did just want to make a quick video to address some of the political issues that are going on right now in the media. Things are circulating, and you know I always got to attack the nonsense and just provide some clarity and objectivity to the situation. There's a lot of narratives going on, as per is as is always the case, between competing sides of the political spectrum, and people are blowing certain things out of proportion, misreporting other things, and just kind of, it starts to get lost in the echo chamber, as we all know. So I just wanted to discuss some of these things here uh, in this mid-December, cold, brisk uh, month here. And I hope everybody's enjoying the, the holiday season, the Christmas time. I haven't been feeling too good. Uh, but I'm slightly starting to recover, so hopefully I feel better this whole week, kind of. Early in the week, I worked and did what I had to do, but then midweek, I got real sick and I kind of just faded. But first things first, let's talk about the Brittany Griner situation. Um, it was reported that Brittany Griner was finally released, and I had been an advocate. This show had been an advocate for her being released for some time. I understand that she carried uh, marijuana-related memorabilia or paraphernalia, whatever you want to call it residue, whatever, oils, this and that, through a Russian airport, and that's obviously highly advised against. Um, we know that wasn't uh, in accordance with Russian law, but nonetheless, she was definitely targeted, in my opinion, by Russian authorities due to the war in Ukraine, um, and I think that was a primary reason why she was targeted. I always thought she was unfairly targeted. Nine years is just way too long. Um and it's just a it's just a bad thing. So she was finally released, um, and it was in exchange for an international arms trafficker, which is not too good. He's known as the Merchant of Death, um, Victor Bout, and he's served I think over a decade in prison, and now he's being released in exchange for Miss Griner. In the aggregate, when you look at it, I mean, there's no way to there's no way to slice it. It's not good that we had to give up an international arms dealer. It never is good that we are giving up an international arms dealer for anybody in any trade. Uh, so that's obviously troubling. But the thing is, look, I never understand. Well, I do understand. Let's forget. I do understand. Brittany Griner is a multiple-time gold medal winner for the United States national team in basketball. Okay, and that counts for a hell of a lot. She's an iconic figure in America. She's earned the highest accolade one can earn representing the United States of America in international competition on an international stage. That is quite important. And whether people want to admit it or not, you know, you always have these people like, I believe a teacher should get paid as much as a NFL player. I believe a public servant should get paid as much as a baseball player. Look, I'm a public servant. I wish I got paid as much as a, a football player, but I know the dynamics of economics and human society and just reality don't allow that to happen. I understand why and the mechanisms as to why. Brittany Griner, whether you like it or not, whether you just want to minimize what she does as playing sports, is still on a higher pedestal and, a, and a, quite an icon in this country and deserves some deference, some reverence, uh, and therefore, we are going to make it a priority when an, uh, a hostile power captures her and sentences her to nine plus years in a Russian village prison or what have you. We are going to make it a priority to get her home. That's just reality. You may not like it, but that's just reality. So 
I always thought the United States should make an effort to get her home. I always thought it was important to try to get her home. And we've now done that. Now, the price was steep, Victor Bout, but the price, of course, is going to be steep. They're going to hold our feet to the fire here and try to extort the best deal they can from us, and they did that. And it's unfortunate, but it's just the way things go. Now, I've already seen many on the right. Now, now here's the thing. This is what the conservatives constantly do. I don't want to say conservatives. I want to say the Trumpies, the modern people who are into this that side of things they are harping on and will not stop talking about another individual who's currently held in russian custody paul whalen now paul what paul whalen's a, a former marine and he was charged with espionage among other things and it's he's definitely more of a military-esque maybe a spy he's an operative you know, more of a of a United States actual international operative type person who was a former military person who I think should be brought home too. And I said that he should be brought home and I've been saying that. But you see a lot of people right now on a certain side of the spectrum angry, just like seethingly angry about Brittany Griner. And th- now first they say it's because, oh, we didn't want to trade Victor Bout. That's why we're mad. Then they say it's, oh, but you... Got her home, but you didn't get Paul Whelan home. That's why we're mad. But really, I've seen comments all over the interwebs that evince the true reason why most people are mad. Even if they're subconsciously mad and lying to themselves, they're mad because Brittany Griner is an African-American woman who's also a member of the LGBTQ community who also protested, to some extent, the United States National Anthem. They just don't like her for all those reasons. They don't think she's important. They don't think she's important, not because of her status as an athlete, but because she's an African-American woman, part of the LGBTQ community who protested the national anthem. That's why they don't like her. They were cheering for her to rot somewhere, even though she's a several-time, two-time at least, United States gold medalist in international competition. They didn't care. They don't care. So now they're going to say, oh, it's because of Victor Bout. They never knew who that was until a year ago. They're going to say it's because of Paul Whelan. They didn't know who that was until a year ago. But now all of a sudden they know and they're so, that's the reason. I don't know why you're accusing me of racism or, you know, homophobia. Really, I just wanted Paul home. No, 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 no. Now let me explain something about Paul Whelan. This is what happened. The United States was trying to put a deal together. The State Department, the Biden administration, was trying to put a deal together to bring both Brittany and Paul home. But the Russians flat out said, no, Waylon is off the table. And you got to understand, Waylon is a huge priority piece for them. He's valuable to them, just like Bout is valuable to us. Now, could we have gone harder in the negotiations? I don't know. I wasn't in the room. I wasn't in the room. But apparently what was said by the Russians was, you're either getting bout for Griner or you're getting nothing. We're not giving up Waylon. He's not part of the deal. I don't care. That's it. Right now, you either give me Griner. I mean, you either give me bout and I'll give you Griner or you're not getting a damn thing. And the White House and the State Department felt they had to at least get one of them. They had to at least get Griner. So Waylon was never an option. People out there saying Biden brought home Griner instead of Whalen. It's not like Biden was sitting in a room or any member of his administration was sitting in a room 
and said, hmm, we can either get Whalen or Griner. Let's go with Griner. That's not what happened. The Russians said, we're not giving you Whalen. Period. We're not talking about it. Are we going to talk about Griner or not? And the United States decided, well, yeah, we're going to talk about her. That's like going to somebody's house and they have two vehicles and they're selling the Cadillac and you're haggling over the price and the price is a little steep, but you say, but I also want the BMW to be part of the deal. And they say, well, I'm not selling the BMW. I'm not selling it. You say, yeah, but I really like the BMW. I'm paying a hefty price for this Cadillac. Can, can we work something out for the BMW? They're like, look, you either get the hell off my driveway now with nothing or you pay me for this Cadillac because the BMW's not for sale. That's it. Wayland was never part of it, never could have been part of it, period. So this idea that it was either or is nonsense. It's just a cover-up for anger and irrational nonsense and then just a whataboutism because they're mad about who Brittany Griner is. Long story short, we really got to advise our traveling athletes, other international people in general, to be careful. Excuse me, still getting over being sick and I'm getting excited. To be careful traveling internationally because this is the type of stuff that can happen. And now we lose an arms dealer (coughs) because Ms. Griner was carrying things she shouldn't have been through Russia. So I'm happy she's home. It's a steep price to pay, but I, I think we had to do it. You had to do it. You can't let somebody like that rot away in Russian prison who's a iconic athlete. And I also think, and people don't want to admit this, and I'm sure some people will go back on it in two months and say, well, it doesn't mean anything because everything we do in this country that is accomplishing a way forward and, and, and signifies progress somehow is always poo-pooed two months later. And some of that's for rational reasons because we do take steps back, and some of it's just because there's a school of thought in this country that never wants to acknowledge progress because that would put them out of a job because their whole entire academic and theoretical and intellectual pursuits are premised around the fact that there's never any progress and there never can be any progress. Fact is, the United States gave up an arms dealer and gave a heck of an effort to get this young woman home. And that shows she is valued. An African-American LGBTQ member is valued. Yes, she's a high-end athlete, but... If I was stuck over there and anybody else was stuck under there, no matter what what class or race or ethnicity or sexual orientation they were, if they weren't of that iconic status, they wouldn't have been brought home at all. So, yes, she had to be an athlete to be brought home, but that goes in general for anybody. So that should signify something, too. And for Miss Griner, look, I fully support her right to protest. I fully support her right to uh, freedom of speech and freedom of expression and freedom of opinion 100%. That's one of the most American things we can do is have our freedom of opinion and freedom of protest. At the same time, I hope she does have some, you know, gratefulness and she does acknowledge a bit of what does make this country a great country to this day. You're not going to do nine years for a vape cartridge and your country went out on a limb, gave up an arms dealer to get you back and get you home. So I hope going forward... You know, while she can still be certainly critical of this country and a lot of people, you have every right to be critical of a lot of things this country's done. I hope she acknowledges a lot of the good things this country's done. And I think she has. I mean, she competed in international competition wearing the United States colors and won gold medals. So, you know, it's not like she doesn't just because she wants to be critical of certain aspects of it. But this should be a reflection point for everybody. I'll say that. In other news that I wanted to clear up, Kirsten Sinema uh, of the United States Senate, who's always been a moderate, 
Uh, she's from Arizona. She's been a moderate. Her and Joe Manchin were these moderates who really stifled the uh, Build Back Better bill that was a part of the infrastructure bill. I called it the Bernie bill. They stifled it. It never passed. A lot of Democrats and people in the Democratic left side of things and the MSNBC sphere and bubble have been attacking the crap out of these two now for a, two, a year and a half um, because they didn't help pass that bill. But in hindsight, had we passed that bill, I think inflation would have been even worse, which I warned about. So I'm almost happy they didn't pass that bill. Nonetheless, they've been vilified. And everybody was cheering that the Democrats had a 51 to 49 Senate majority because, in their words, it would make Manchin irrelevant. But really, Cinema was lockstep with Manchin on a lot of things, so I don't understand how that would have really happened. The big news today was Kirsten Cinema has now switched from Democrat to Independent. Now you're hearing Democrats go, oh, she pulled the old okey-doke. She pulled the rug out from under us, and I'm getting text about it, and look what she did, and... Then you have conservatives on the Republican side like, ha ha ha, wow, that's great. Imagine if Manchin did it too. Dems are screwed. Screw you, libs. Ah. Guys, <laughs> it doesn't matter that Kirsten Cinema switched officially from a Democrat to an uh, independent. It doesn't matter. Okay. Angus King from Maine, he's an independent. He counts when they count the Democrats. Bernie Sanders from Vermont, he's an independent. He counts when they count for the Democrats. Kirsten Cinema is still going to vote with the Democratic majority and be a part of the Democratic majority when it comes to committee assignments and committee balance. So Democrats are still going to have a decided majority in the committees. So it's not going to be split evenly in the committees. Still gives them a leg up on a lot of things they want to do. She's still going to vote with Democrats most of the time. And for purpose, for all intents and purposes of the majority and the, the count in the Senate, nothing has changed today, okay? So Democrats calm down, conservatives calm down, Republicans calm down, Trumpies calm down, ultra-libs calm down, centrists calm down, everybody calm down, okay? It doesn't do anything. It doesn't change a damn thing. She just joins the ranks of Bernie Sanders and Angus King as independents. And quite frankly, I've always liked her. I know a lot of people on the left don't. I've always liked her. And I think this just enables her even more autonomy and even less pressure and nonsense, you know, from the left to do things she may not be comfortable with. And good for her. She's also, I think, got an election coming up in two years. She wants to position herself properly. She doesn't want to take a primary opponent from the left or whatever else. And I applaud that. More people should just declare themselves independents if they don't want to be subject to the party pressures and nonsense. And that's what she did. So nobody get too excited about Kirsten Cinema. It doesn't change a darn thing, okay? Finally, the last thing I want to touch on in this brief little interlude this December is this. I spoke to you guys on a video recently, and I spoke to you on my podcast a bunch about this. This um, Electoral Reform Act that is bipartisan, that has more than enough support to pass the Senate and the House, that would prevent another January 6th, that would prevent a false slate of electors from a given state, that would prevent any future presidential candidate trying to thwart and steal an election the way Trump did. This electoral reform bill is still sitting there and has not been brought up for a vote in the Senate. And there's some rumors that it's going to come up in the omnibus bill, which is going to fund the government and do a bunch of other things, uh, potentially fund the Defense Department, and that they'll sneak it in there because it'll pass. 
because they've got just too much to do and not enough time to do it. Well, they better damn well do it. Because today you saw Chuck Schumer get reelected and rah, rah, hee, hee, and do his little speech about what Democrats do and the people want it and all their grand posturing nonsense. The Democrats and a bipartisan group of senators and people in the House, which is commendable, passed a marriage act which guarantees the right to marry interracially and to gay marriage, and that cannot be infringed upon. That's great. But here's the thing. It was not necessarily in danger of being rescinded anyway. That's all based on when the Roe v. Wade was struck down, Clarence Thomas put a little footnote that perhaps gay marriage should be revisited too, and it was assured by several other Supreme Court justices. Now, we don't have any guarantees, so I understand people are worried, and I understand it is a legitimate concern. But just because Clarence put that in a footnote doesn't mean it was ever actually going to happen or there was any will to make it happen that it would be outlawed. That was just Clarence. And, of course, the media blew that up because they always blow up issues that make people talk, that get people's attention, even if they're not really substantive or really a concern in the moment. And that's the same thing Democrats did when they made the the marriage bill the main priority of the lame duck session. It wasn't actually needed at the moment to protect anybody because it's not in danger right now. And in my opinion, I don't think it was ever in danger, but that's just my opinion. People have been wrong before about Roe. I did think Roe was in danger. I didn't think this was in danger. They made that a thing because it's a big media hot button issue. And the media is all reporting and they're doing a victory lap and they're selling their, you know, uh, marketing to everybody about what they accomplished. But really, it didn't change anything because it's already legal. But this electoral vote thing is really serious because if Republicans take control of the House, which they're going to do in January, this Electoral Reform Act, which has Republican and Democratic support and is common sense and is a huge and needed bill, this act will not get through. And so 2024 and beyond, we could have another situation like we did. And if we have a more willing vice president or more willing governors or more willing secretaries of state or more willing senators and house members in Congress who are certifying this election, we actually could have a stolen election. All they got to do is pass it. They have the votes on both sides, but they're sitting on it. Chuck Schumer's sitting on it. So let's watch the next couple weeks. I want you to watch and see if they get this thing through in the omnibus bill or somewhere else. Because if they don't get this through, that's an epic failure. And that goes to show how many people in Congress don't really care about the inner workings and the nitty gritty and the mechanisms of democracy, but just about headlines and victory laps and their little social club in D.C. So let's pray and hope that they get this done. Guys, as you know, everything I say on this podcast and this video is strictly my own personal opinion. It does not reflect in any way the opinion of any other entity, any other office, any other person. I am not speaking to you in any way in an official capacity or a professional capacity whatsoever. I'm speaking to you on my own time as a private citizen with private opinions, and that's it. I am not endorsing a political candidate one way or the other. I'm just expressing my political views in general. Guys, everybody, unless something else crazy happens, I'll talk to you in the new year. Again, working to put a calendar of guests together. It should be great. Uh, Everybody have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy New Year, any other holiday you celebrate, just a happy, joyous holiday season. I'll talk to all you guys very, very soon. 
stay awake, stay objective, and stay disseminating real knowledge and having actual legitimate debates, calling people out for ignorance and nonsense. I'll talk to you all soon. Later.